Welcome to The Wellness Connection with your hosts, Roddy Aglis and Peter McCarthy. Our program provides you with timely and relevant information on the state of your health and the topics surrounding it, such as natural remedies, green living, expert opinions, important facts, and more to contribute to your healthy lifestyle. Now, here are Peter McCarthy and Roddy Aglis. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Connection. I'm your co-host, Roddy Aglis. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. On today's exciting show, we'll be talking with our returning special guest, pharmacist and clinical nutritionist, Dr. Jim Laval, about some exciting new developments in the field of functional medicine. And in our health freedom segment, Tim Rhyme from the Alliance for Natural Health will discuss why free speech about health is increasingly under threat. And as always, we'll cover the supplement of the week, the burning question, and the drug-induced nutrient depletion update. But leading things off, however, Radia, you have some interesting news about medical cannabis. Well, yes, I do, Peter. From our friends at World Health News, new research suggests that certain types of medical marijuana may help to improve the lives of patients suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Medical marijuana is not a cure for dementia, but according to a new study, the plant's antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and stress-relieving compounds appear to lessen many symptoms associated with Alzheimer's disease, including insomnia, anxiety, depression, and agitation. Researchers are excited as this may open new paths for cannabinoids as a group for treatment of agitation in the disease. The University of Toronto studies uh, involved uh, nebulone capsules already approved by the FDA to treat nausea and vomiting caused by chemotherapy, investigated its use for treating Alzheimer's disease patients in hopes of larger clinical uh, trials to convince regulators to approve the cannabis-based medication for dementia. Well, you know, that's that's certainly a great start, uh, but of course what we hope is that the natural form will also remain available so that people can derive benefit from that and uh, perhaps be able to apply it in a clinical setting in the functional community. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's let's legalize it. Come on, this is ridiculous. Um, We're seeing so many benefits of cannabis. It's it's almost, it's really... Quite a God's gift. Really. There you go. Yes, it, exactly. That's the best way to put it. And Peter, you have news that drives home the importance of healthy gut. Yes, I do, Roddy. A study published in the journal Frontiers in Immunology showed that transplanted gut bacteria from older mice into younger mice resulted in age-related chronic inflammation, also known as inflammaging in the younger mice. This is important to us humans because the elderly tend to have different composition of gut bacteria as well as compromised immune responses resulting in inflammaging. Gut microbiota was transferred from old and young conventional mice to young germ-free mice to analyze responses from the spleen, lymph nodes, and small intestine as well as the whole genome gene expression analysis of the small intestine. The results show that immune responses to bacteria transferred from the old mice only, suggesting an imbalance of bacterial composition in the gut may be the cause of elderly inflammaging. 
Dysbiosis of gut bacteria leads to bad bacteria becoming more dominant than good, and overgrowth of bad can make gut lining become more permeable. This allows toxins to enter the bloodstream and travel around the body, causing serious health consequences and several disorders including IBD, cancer, diabetes, obesity, autism, and anxiety. So, you know, we've been talking about probiotics and the importance of it for a long time. This drives it home one more time. Yeah, and they're getting so advanced in understanding the gut biome and its relationship with the brain. Um, that's why things like, you know, treating it to autism and anxiety, etc. cetera, uh, they're really getting sophisticated in, in learning how important uh, probiotic and gut biome is for all of those things. I mean, it's really, we're really touching scientifically on areas that are just so, in a way, magical when we find out what are the, these little critters in our guts are doing for us. That's right. And, you know, in this era of increasingly personalized medicine, they're, they're able to do that uh, in, in the gut uh, uh, biome arena as yeah, well. And I think Jim Lavelle's going to talk more about I, that later on. I think he will. That's mm -hmm. right. And now it's my great pleasure to introduce our return special guest for today, Dr. Jim Lavelle. Jim is a longtime friend and mentor, and he's nationally recognized educator, clinician, author, an industry consultant in the field of integrative healthcare. Jim is the founder and chairman of Metabolic Code Enterprises and Progressive Medical California Clinic. His recently released book, Your Blood Never Lies, as well as his bestseller, Cracking the Metabolic Code, are available at Amazon. Dr. Laval is currently affiliated with George Washington University as a clinical instructor in the Masters of Integrative Medicine program and received a Faculty of the Year Award in 2017 from the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, where he has taught for over a decade. Jim, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, Jim, before we dive into our topics today, would you please briefly share with our listeners why you became involved in functional medicine? Well, for me, uh, it was just an extension of, of, of really, you know, going to pharmacy school. I mean, I, I went to a pharmacy school where they taught botanical medicine. And, you know, when I look at natural therapies or systems biology medicine, I... I look at it to be more solution oriented for people that are more proactive. And uh, it was just a segment of healthcare that I wanted to be involved in. So um, it's a, you know, and, and for me, it was a life changing experience for my own health. I, I, I really had, uh, you know, gotten in a bad way health wise, went to someone who evaluated my chemistry and, uh, you know, did the program back in 1983 and I immediately gravitated towards it. So it really, you know, my opinion, you know, this kind of care saved my life. Wow, that's that's quite a story. And, uh, you know, Jim, uh, shifting into our topics for tonight, uh, you're very excited about the developing of cloud-based informatics for personalized nutrition. Can you please tell us more about that? Well, you know, I, I mean, I sat and talked to literally tens of thousands of patients over the years um, train thousands of doctors every year. And, uh, and, and really what I find is the rate limiting step 
is that a lot of times, you know, um, docs are just starting out. They don't have a thorough enough knowledge base. Uh, uh, maybe it's too time consuming. So I talk to a lot of doctors and like, oh my gosh, it takes two hours to work someone up. And gee, I can only see four or five people a day that way. I can't make a living. So I think, you know, we developed the, the metabolic code platform because it was a way to take subjective data, uh, lab findings, and, uh, and, and then also with things like blood pressure and, and uh, you know, heart rate and, you know, salivary pH, urinary pH, and, and really feed it all into an algorithm that, that really takes into account, it's called a multivariant algorithm, where it takes into account all of these different parameters that, that really dictate who, you know, what your health is today and who you're gonna to become tomorrow. And, and starts to target where you're really broke at. Like, where do I really need to focus with my, you know, health equation in order to make a change in my life? Because, you know, every, you know a lot of times people hear, oh, everybody should take a multivitamin, everybody should take vitamin D, everybody should take fish oil, everybody should take a probiotic. You know, people get pill fatigue. You know, what you really need to do is target where do I feel bad? How can I get myself to feel better so that I can become more proactive? And that takes targeting there's a lot of people who answer questionnaires and uh, they answer a bunch of symptoms and yet they do their lab tests and their labs are normal and there's a lot of people that don't answer any questions that they feel bad and you look at their labs and their labs are horrible so you got to combine the two so that you can really get a feel for well where is this person gravitating over the next decade of their life where are they going to land uh, as their current health equation, as their current metabolism is evolving and pushing them in a certain direction? And that's why I think um, using uh, informatics, taking into account, uh, you know, some 40,000 decisions to figure out where a person lands, I think it's important because it's going to save time for docs. And if it's simple enough, if the answers can be, distilled down enough that the consumer can understand what the healthcare, you know, coach or professional is trying to tell them. Well, now you got a chance at actually having the person follow through instead of giving them, you know, 20 bottles and a lab test with a bunch of scribble on it. And so that's what I've spent a tremendous amount of time working on over the last, uh, you know, seven years. Wow. To follow up on that, uh, does, does the, the uh, cloud-based platform also include uh, genomic information? Well, you know, it's interesting. It doesn't because, you know, genomics are interesting. Um, we, we have, I mean, we have genomic and proteomic information, so we don't have as much of the genetic information because, you know, I have a problem with people doing genetic nutrition. I mean, just because your genes say you may need B6, it doesn't mean you need B6. But I like when you start to look at the proteome or the metabolome, because now you're looking at what the expression, what happened to your chemistry. Uh, and, and then, for example, we have a, there's a test that we use called the genetic genie, which was developed by Richie Shoemaker of Surviving Mold. Um, and it tests about 180 uh, different markers for, you know, what's going on in your mitochondria. 
And so for me, while genetics are interesting, the proteomic, genomic, and metabolomic expression is really where it's at. And, you know, that's what, that's how you know if somebody's sick or not. You know, there's people with terrible genes walking around perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned uh, the terminology to individuate nutritional advice. What, what is that exactly and why is that important? Well, a good example is uh, if I'm having, so for example, everybody will say, oh, when in doubt, start with the gut. Okay, but if somebody's stressed out and having trouble sleeping, uh, their gut's going to be leaky for as long as you work on it. Because when you're stressed out and you release cortisol, you upregulate a, a, you know, a protein called clotin 2, and that causes your tight junctions to loosen up. So you'll be forever working on that leaky gut. So the, the first step is, is what are the struggles that I am having? Am I having trouble with my glucose? Is it, do I have autoimmune thyroid? Am I having food allergies? Do I have irritable bowel? Where, where are the areas that I am having issues with? Then therefore, what nutrient should I start with to overcome my biggest struggles? Because, you know, no, you know the, the zealots in this field, like, you know, we've been through taking 20 and 30 bottles at a time. People can't survive it because they, they, they're not as passionate. They just know they don't feel good. So, so we really have to work at creating better, more targeted programs that people can feel the result more quickly uh, and, and that motivates them to move forward. In terms of their nutrition practice, look, there's a million ways for people to eat. I mean, I've, I've worked with the fasting mimic diet, you know, that's out there, Prolon. It's the five-day fasting mimic program that literally mimics the effect of fasting on your stem cells and, and uh, you know, in autog- in autophagy so that you're eating up proteins. And then the back end of it is, is you know, in general – you know, we try to get people to eat more plants, try to figure out what foods you're allergic to, either via a blood test or by elimination. Some people may do well short-term on a ketogenic diet. Typically, long-term, they won't unless they have seizures. Um, you know, it, it, I mean, everybody, everybody has a slightly different bent on what is their nutrition. I, I think for me, I've been around it enough and have applied enough diets to people to realize that even though there's variations of the theme, we know that people need to get in more fiber and more plant food, and then the proteins, fats, and carbs have to shift according to where their dysfunction is metabolically, and then secondly, how active they are. If I put a uh, hockey player, and I, I have five NHL teams that I've consulted with, I've got NBA basketball teams, they try to be ketogenic they lose their energy quickly because they don't have enough glycogen in their muscle. So it really depends on um, who you are, what your goal is, what you're struggling with, and, and what your real um, core uh, goal is for the way you want to live and, the, and, how, and, and how vital you want to be. Jimmy, you, know, you touched on this just briefly during the discussion thus far. It's, it's really true that many people think personalized medicine tends to be too complicated. And you talked about a rate-limiting step for the practitioners. What's the rate-limiting step for consumers to understand what they need to do to regain their health? Wow. I mean, you know, that's interesting. I, I, I had a... Uh, 
55-year-old, super successful businessman in my practice today, and we had this exact discussion. And he had come in, and his blood sugar was 110, and his triglycerides were 250. So, you know, he was a typical, um, I'm, a, you know, 25 pounds overweight. You know, I like my sugar. Um, I'm pretty healthy. I work out kind of guy. But my, all, all of his labs. Every bit of his labs were pointing to, oh, you're going to be a diabetic. He had a 112 blood sugar. His insulin was at 14 fasting. And I talked to him, and what it really takes for the consumer to be motivated is framing up the opportunity. And it's, what do you want? Are you looking for better health? Are you looking for better performance? Do you want to look better? What is it that you want? Because the rate-limiting step is always motivation. It really is. You know, what's motivating me to make a change? You know, whether I, you know, whether I want to work harder and, and uh, say, get ahead in the business or whether I'm trying to be a better parent or a better spouse or, or whether I'm just trying to maintain my health. At one point, you have to create a, a motivation. And the other piece is consumers are absolutely inundated. I mean, I can't tell you how many you know, people that are on, you know, they're online, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're blog doctors. They, you know, they haven't taken any formal courses, but they're telling everybody what to do and how to do it. And they've, they've really never had experience working with people. And, uh, and I find it interesting that, you know, I can't go and tell everybody I'm an attorney. Uh, I can't go and tell everybody I'm a plumber, but everybody can tell you they're a nutritionist. <laughs> true true statement right you know the, the thing is too as a matter of fact I had a a woman come in and she's been listening to our podcast and she's listened to yours in the past and this conversation about diet is is really good she said I'm so glad to hear that nutritionists are not giving out you know everyone that one size fits all that everyone should be on the keto diet or everyone should be on the paleo diet um, it's just it's just wrong. So, you know, I really appreciate this conversation, Jim, and, and we'll continue our interview with Dr. Jim Lavelle after a brief message from our sponsor. You're listening to The Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Balance and good health, two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost, and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life. But not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. Visit WAAYB.com to learn more and use the code WellnessConnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. 
listening to The Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to thewellnessconnectionahi at gmail.com. That's thewellnessconnectionahi at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. And welcome back to The Wellness Connection and our continuing interview with Dr. Jim Lavelle. Jim, you mentioned earlier in the interview that you'd worked with some professional sports teams. Uh, tell us a little more about that, if you would. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, one of the things I've spent, I have two populations of people I work on. I work on, you know, super athletes and, and uh, retired athletes. And, uh, and then I work on, you know, the, the everyday person suffering from autoimmunity, metabolic syndrome, and you know, you name it. I mean, I had two colon cancer cases today with mats to their liver and, you know, one to the lung. And so I've got two diverse populations and it, it interests me. I mean, I work with the NFL Hall of Fame and have worked with several of the Hall of Famers and we're developing a program uh, called the Institute for Hall of Fame Life to kind of use those Hall of Famers as, as avatars for their community because people look up to them. And if they can change their health, I'm sure they can motivate other people in their community to do the same. Um work with, uh, gosh, work with the Anaheim Ducks and the San Jose Sharks and worked with the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, worked with, uh, you know, the strength coach from the Philadelphia Flyers and worked with the Orlando, worked with the Orlando Magic who made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to me because even though they have unique issues of, hey, they over, a lot of times they're undernourished because they're working out so hard. They got the same issues that the everyday person has. You know, they're having trouble sleeping. They're not digesting their food. Uh, they're feeling stressed out. I think we we forget that just because someone might look good, it doesn't mean that they're not suffering or they have you know some kind of metabolic you know uh, change in their body that's you know taking them away from the optimal health that they deserve. I mean, it's really I think. Uh, it was been incredible for me to, to kind of see that, 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 you know, with, with athletes, it's amazing how you can take someone. I mean, I literally, I had an athlete last year that was only able to play about eight minutes out of their game. And when we corrected their chemistry, they were up to 22 minutes. And this year they're up to 25 to 30 minutes. And, and so it's, it's amazing the power of nutrition when you begin to get, trace minerals corrected, manage stress hormones, allow blood glucose to correctly get stored into the muscle so that it can be utilized, and then keeping the nervous system in balance. What a lot of people don't realize is when you stay in sympathetic overdrive or flight or fight, you start to lose your, your, your brain and your heart connectivity to all your blood vessels. So now, you know, I, you know my, my blood vessels aren't as flexible. My reaction times aren't as good. My mental clarity and focus is, starts to be lost. They start to begin to create a process called neuroinflammation. Um, and it's very powerful. You know, everybody's talking about neuroinflammation today. We've kind of been talking about it for the last decade. But it's a very powerful process because it changes the, the, the ability to focus. It changes reaction time. It, it changes your ability to think clear-headed you know I, I mention this to people all the time is do you feel like you're you're pushing a thought through jello and you know a lot of people you know literally look at me and go how did you know i mean it's it's pretty amazing to uh and, and, and you would think 
that a lot of athletes may have this ability to just say, you know, hey, they're just great athletes and they're young. They're wearing through their body quick. Hmm. Well, you know, I have a question just segueing a little bit. You know, what, what is exciting you in the dietary supplement category? Oh, my gosh, there's a few things I think that are crazy exciting. I mean, I think, I think CBD, uh, especially because of its impact on, on the neuroinflammatory pathways. So I think the hemp-derived CBD is incredibly interesting if they can figure out quality issues. And it's interesting. I sit on um, – I'm actually the medical advisory consultant for a company called Secure Strain that literally has been mapping – um, the quality of the ingredient from the time it's picked all the way through to the time that it's manufactured, including all any pesticides, concentration of the end product, and you can literally scan the bottle on its QR code, and it'll give you purity, history, where it came from, um, what the pesticide test was. And this is a, this is a big issue because there's people just – jumping on the CBD bandwagon, and there is a lot of charlatans out there right now. It's amazing um, to find out uh, how many companies are just, you know, putting out things that are subpar. And I think um, what I'm hoping for with Secure Strain is that we take that technology and then we apply that uh, to all sorts of dietary supplements where the consumer can really have a, a, a safe bit of confidence on where the ingredients are coming from, how clean it is, and whether or not it has, you know, what's on the label is in the bottle. Because I think that there's, you know, we still have room to improve on all of those fronts. And, you know, with CBD, um, you know, there's a lot of folks with, you know, that are using hemp-based products that, you know, it's helping their sleep, it's helping their pain, it's helping their anxiety, just to mention a few. And then there's some interesting combination products that will, you know, that can be utilized, you know, in everything from weight loss to, um, to performance, actually, recovery from performance. So I, so I think the CBD space is really interesting. And, you know, we, we developed an intranasal spray called Synapsin uh, that, that down-regulates uh, neuroinflammation. We've probably got about, oh, I don't know, 6,000 people on it um, post-surveillance. We're pretty excited about that because um, what we're finding out is that whether people have had TBIs or their post-concussive syndrome or they just got executive burnout, it really helps to get their brain back online uh, and get them thinking clearer and more focused and creating mental stamina again. And, you know, I think those are two really big areas that um, I've been focusing on that I think are, that, that are exciting is that are, that are targeted around, look, it all starts it's kind of one of those things, either your brain takes on too much stress or your brain takes on environmental burden or a vector like Lyme or your gut takes on too many food allergens and too many antibiotics and too many PPIs. The enteric nervous system then gets fired up in the gut and sends that inflammatory signal to the brain. But in the end, what I find is that uh, we're going to have a lot more focus on correcting the communication, the two-way communication between the brain and the rest of the body 
Um, sometimes the problems are originated from the brain and sometimes are originated from other parts of the body and the brain gets involved secondarily. But I think that it's really important to, to uh, keep that in mind because, I mean, I can tell you, I, I don't know how many people, I had a lady come in yesterday. I, I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I've tried everything. I've done a FODMAP diet. I've done an elimination diet. I went gluten-free. I, I, I had my thyroid tested. I said, what's your sleep like? Well, I sleep terrible. Well, didn't anybody try to help you to sleep better, to re- restore your metabolism? Uh, no. That's, that's the trouble that we're in right now. It's kind of like even on our integrative slash functional slash systems biology practitioners, we're trying to fit people into, oh, Here's a natural approach to fixing your thyroid. Shame on those drugs. Use this naturally. And we're not step, stepping back and going, what nutrients are really going to create correction for this individual? And then educate them in that spot and then utilize the compounds that are exciting on the dietary supplement side. I mean, Thai ginseng is amazing. Um, I think phospholipids are just so underutilized because we don't nourish the brain. We don't nourish the fatty bilipid layer of the brain that transmits all this information through our body. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a question just circling back a little bit about the sleep issue. I, I probably have at least 10 people walk into the pharmacy a day with sleep issues. What, I mean, it's, it's really epidemic at this point. What are yeah. your thoughts on A, what's causing this, and B, what are you using to help your patients with, with that kind of problem? Well, I mean, the biggest problem with sleep is we try to give people something at bedtime. <laughs> you know, when you look at sleep, sleep is, is, is no, if you look at it and you, and you get the definition of it, it's a disorder of hyperarousal, meaning that your brain takes on too much stress during the day and you can't requit it at night. So you can't download the stress at night. So you can't, um, you can't get the cortisol to come down and the melatonin to go up so you can reset your circadian pattern for the next day. Instead, you stay stuck in a perseverative, hyper-aware state into the evening and into the night. And people will say, oh my God, I, can't go, I either can't get to sleep or I wake up two or three times in the middle of the night thinking about what I got to do tomorrow. And so for me, most of the time, sleep problem starts better with daytime hygiene of stress management. So I have people do deep breathing two or three times a day for three minutes using the box breath technique or using an app. Or my God, it's so unfortunate that we have to have phones tell us that it's time to breathe now, right? So if you have an Apple watch, you know, it lights up and says time to breathe. It's like, really? I haven't been breathing all this time. (laughs) Give me a break. So, I I mean, I think, Jim, we've got just about a minute left. I know we can uh, talk about sleep here for just an entire uh, program in and of itself, but how can our listeners learn more about you and your activities? Well, I mean, they can go to jimmelval.com and, uh, or they can go to metaboliccode.com. And from what I understand, I'm all over the internet as people search for Jim Laval. I guess there's a bunch of YouTube stuff up. I don't, I don't really, I I, I didn't realize that, but I guess there's a lot of stuff posted on me. Yeah, you are. You're all over the place. Well, Jim, you have so much more to share with us, but that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Jim Laval, for joining us on the Wellness Connection. 
Thanks for having me. It was great, as always. All right. We'll be right back after some brief messages from our sponsor. You're listening to The Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Do you have trouble with nervousness, trouble relaxing, or turning your brain off at night to fall asleep? Then we may have a natural solution just for you. Calming Cream from Neurobiologics, created by a leading neurosurgeon, provides five essential ingredients to help relax the neurotransmitters of the brain. Who wouldn't want to relax or wind down with a great-smelling lotion? Visit neurobiologics.com or coffeewithdrstewart.com for details. Neurobiologics, we are changing lives one formula at a time. Do you or a family member have trouble concentrating, staying on task, remembering things? Does everyday life stress you out or are you in a bad mood? Well, we may have just the solution. Neurobiologics' new nutritional formula, Full Focus, created by leading neurotologist and neuroimmune specialist, Dr. Kendall Stewart, with 12 active ingredients carefully crafted by a physician to maximize brain performance, memory, and mood. For more information on this product and to view a video by Dr. Stewart explaining how Full Focus works and may be helpful to you or your family, please visit neurobiologics.com. Neurobiologics, where our mission is your health. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. Well, Radia, you know what that means. It's post time, time for the supplement of the week. And what supplement are we posting this week? Well, today I'm going to talk about a safer, more effective way to increase your cardiovascular health. Peter, you already know how I feel about the widely used cholesterol-lowering drugs, statins. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we've talked before about the dangerous side effects of statins, including muscle pain and weakness. So... What do, you, what do you do if you have high cholesterol? Well, the first thing, of course, is change your diet and exercise, right? Yes, that's right. That's the first thing. But also, you're uh, familiar, you're fam- you especially are familiar with Earl Grey tea, right? Yes, I am. Yes, you do every morning. Yeah, yes, I do. Me. Yep. So <laughs> then you know the distinct fragrance, scent, and flavor of bergamot. And <laughs> what the heck is bergamot? Well... Where does it come from, Peter? Well, it's, it's actually a fragrant 
tropical citrus fruit, mm-hmm. believe it or not. And guess what? You're going to be happy about this. It's one of the most effective natural treatments for high cholesterol. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm seeing amazing results with a product called Orthomolecular. Um, it's by Orthomolecular called Bergamot BPF. And check this out. A clinical study published in the International Journey, Journal of Cardiology in 2013 showed baseline total cholesterol was at 278. And after six weeks of two capsules daily, total cholesterol decreased down to 191. And LDLs, that's the bad cholesterol, at 191, decreased down to 113. And the HDLs, the good cholesterol, was at 38, and it increased to 45, while the triglycerides, which were 238, decreased to 165. Well, that's one of the reasons why I also take bergamot BPF myself, mm-hmm. since I have that uh, kind of genomic profile predisposing me mm-hmm. to a certain type of high cholesterol. And, and another study on small LDL dense particles and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease in patients with metabolic syndrome, which was published in Advances in Biological Chemistry in 2014, showed baseline total cholesterol at 245. After four months of two capsules daily, total cholesterol decreased to 191, LDL at 162 decreased to 101, HDL at 38 increased to 49, and the triglycerides at 232 decreased to 160. Amazing. Isn't that great? And Frontiers in Pharmacology Journal did the first study in 2015 investigating the effects of bergamot bioflavonoids on cardiometabolic risk in uh, dyslipidemia, which, you know, is too much fat in the blood. A bergamot supplementation significantly reduced plasma lipids and improved the lipoprotein profile. The CIMT, which is the uh, carotid intimamedia thickness test, is a measure used to diagnose the extent of carotid atherosclerotic vascular disease. And it was introduced significantly over a relatively short frame of six months. And another interesting study in the journal Nutrients in 2018 showed bergamot polyphenols boost the therapeutic effects of the diet on non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, or NASH, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, both induced by junk food. The study showed evidence that the supplementation of bergamot BPF added to normal caloric diet may represent a useful anti-inflammatory approach to accelerate a patient's recovery from advanced NAFLD or NASH. You know, I have my brother and several of my clients now taking bergamot BPF and reporting amazing results. My brother's doctor said with a smile on her face, I don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, keep doing it. Always good to hear that, isn't it? And in contrast to statins, heartburn was the only side effect noted in the initial bergamot study. So, you know, you you, you could potentially hit a home run with this product, Mm -hmm. but the key is consistency. getting on it and staying Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And this is what I always tell people too. You know, when you take a statin or you take other pharmacological uh, remedies, it's it's like a magic bullet. And I always say when supplements with supplements do not expect, you know, a magic 
bullet return. You've got exactly. to, these studies show that this is after six weeks or after 60 days or, you know, always give it 60 to 90 days before you have great expectations on any supplement. So you're right. Keep going. Don't stop because, you know, in the first two weeks, your lipids didn't drop. Your body has to be acclimated to the supplement. I always tell uh, my clients and, and customers I ask them the question, how long did it take you to get to this situation? Good question. And it, usually they'll tell you, well, it's probably been about 10 or 15 years. Okay, so is it reasonable to expect that in 30 days you're going to turn around a condition mm -hmm. that took 15 years to mm -hmm. develop? Mm -hmm. And they look at me and say, gee, I never really thought of it that way. It's so, exactly true. And just people have to be patient and consistent. And we just see clinically we just see these things pay off yes we do and now it's time for the burning question where we answer those important health questions that you the listeners send in to us it's important to note that any diagnosis of disease can only be provided by your medical doctor or other licensed healthcare professional none of the information we present is intended for the diagnosis or treatment of disease and today's burning question was submitted by who, Radia? Well, Julie from Kansas City. Kansas City, here we come. She says, I'm on pain medication and it causes me <clears throat> to be very constipated. Is there something natural I could take instead of a harsh laxative? Well, not all medications that cause constipation are alike. But first of all, change your diet and other habits that may help. Drink more water. Eat more fiber, especially soluble, non-fermentable fiber, and exercise more. Yep, and of course, you can also drink coffee, especially caffeinated coffee, and eat probiotic foods or fermented foods, or take probiotic supplements. Now, I recommend a product called Super Aloe uh, 250 by Orthomolecular. And if you need something stronger, then you can go up to the 450 uh, but I always recommend taking a good fiber supplement along with these to avoid a watery bowel. And my favorite, one of my favorites, is microbiome fiber by Douglas Laboratories. But keep in mind, if you're taking opioid medications to relieve pain, constipation is one of these drugs' most common side effects, and it can be a serious problem. All opioids can cause constipation, but some may have less of an effect than others. Some studies have found that fentanyl may cause less constipation than morphine. Tapentadol or methadone may also be easier on your intestines than oxycodone. So when you're on these opioid laxatives and stool softeners aren't enough, your doctor may prescribe a medication that's actually made for people who have constipation because of opioids. And these meds work by blocking the effect of the drug and what it has on your gut. Well, I hope that answers your question. Uh, you can submit your own burning question by sending it to us at thewellnessconnectionahi at gmail.com. That's thewellnessconnectionahi at gmail.com. Tune in every week to hear if your question is being answered on the air. And we'll be right back with this important information about drug-induced nutrient depletion and our health freedom update after a brief message from our sponsor, you're listening to The Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. Find 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Do you have trouble with nervousness, trouble relaxing, or turning your brain off at night to fall asleep? Then we may have a natural solution just for you. Calming Cream from Neurobiologics, created by a leading neurosurgeon, provides five essential ingredients to help relax the neurotransmitters of the brain. Who wouldn't want to relax or wind down with a great smelling lotion? Visit neurobiologics.com or coffeewithdrstewart.com for details. Neurobiologics, we are changing lives one formula at a time. Do you or a family member have trouble concentrating, staying on task, remembering things? Does everyday life stress you out or are you in a bad mood? Well, we may have just the solution. Neurobiologics' new nutritional formula, Full Focus, created by leading neurotologist and neuroimmune specialist, Dr. Kendall Stewart, with 12 active ingredients carefully crafted by a physician to maximize brain performance, memory, and mood. For more information on this product and to view a video by Dr. Stewart explaining how Full Focus works and may be helpful to you or your family, please visit neurobiologics.com. Neurobiologics, where our mission is your health. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. Welcome back to the Wellness Connection. This week's drug induced nutrient depletion update features. Well, it's acid-suppressing drugs and antacids, Peter. So there's, there's three basic kinds. The H2 antagonist blocks histamine. Uh, that's the H2 receptors on gastric mucosal cells and decreases the production and secretion of acid too, such as tagamate, Zantac, and Pepsid. And then there are proton pump inhibitors, which block the acid transporter pump on the luminal surface, preventing the acid from entering the gastric lumen. And these include drugs such as Nexium, Omeprazole, Prilosec, Prevacid, and Asifex. And finally, antacids directly neutralize existing acid in the stomach. These are things like Maalox, Tums, Rolaids, and Alka-Seltzer. H2 antagonists deplete calcium, iron, zinc, folic acid, vitamin D, and vitamin B12. And I recommend taking an algae-based calcium, at least 500 milligrams per day, and it should be taken one to two hours after H2 antagonists, and folic acid. 400 micrograms per day. And protein, uh, or proton pump inhibitors deplete vitamin B12 and magnesium. So I recommend <clears throat> taking vitamin B12 about 25 to 400 milligram a day and magnesium 250 to 400 milligram a day. So before you take any medication, we recommend that you do the, your research and if you still decide to take uh, a drug, be sure and talk to a qualified pharmacist or wellness professional about adding the appropriate supplements to counteract uh, that drug-induced nutrient depletion. 
And now it's time for our health freedom segment. And each week during this segment, we'll be talking with renowned experts and advocates about our most precious right, the right to bodily integrity, the right to decide what we put into our bodies and how to care for them. Some of us call that health freedom. Today's special guest is Tim Rhyme, Director of Marketing and Communications for the Alliance for Natural Health USA. He is a marketing and communications executive with 20 years of experience specializing in natural health. Prior to his position at the Alliance for Natural Health USA, he spent 10 years as head of Health Education International, a marketing and publishing firm. Tim has started several magazines, a scientific journal, written several books, created dozens of short films, and full-length documentaries. Tim, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Well, thank you very much. Happy to be with you all. Well, great, Tim. And, uh, you know, one of the things that the Alliance for Natural Health USA is focused on is the uh, area of free speech uh, when it comes to talking about health and health issues. What are some of the areas where free speech in the realm of health and medicine is being threatened? Well, Peter, I'll I'll give you uh, two examples. Um, I think uh, one of the most important ways that free speech is being restricted is the barring of any discussion of the benefits of natural health products. So if you take food and supplements, for instance, we know that vitamins and minerals play a crucial role in our health, but consumers are often prevented by federal regulations from learning about these benefits, you know, like the fact that magnesium lowers blood pressure or niacin lowers cholesterol or chromium lowers blood sugar, things that that are scientifically substantiated, we can't say. Um, You know, according to the federal government, only drugs can make those claims about preventing or treating diseases. Now, you know, the law does allow supplements to make some health claims, but those all come with a disclaimer, and the FDA really restricts these claims. And, you know, I, my grandpa used to say, when, when you're looking for, you know, why something happens, you can usually follow the dollar and, and come to the answer. And the fact is that, you know, in some regards, supplements compete with drugs. And we don't believe that it's a coincidence that the drug companies, you know, pay billions of dollars of user fees to the FDA every year. Um, you know, and, and, and that's great. It, you know, it's a, a very hypothetical situation, but I mean, I can give you a specific example of where the rubber hits the road on this issue. A few years ago, um, cherry growers, you know, people that grow cherries, a very natural product, cited information on their website, and they, they cited some institutions like Harvard that had done some research on how cherries reduce inflammation and pain. And what do you think happens? Well, the FDA sends an injunction letter threatening legal penalties, including jail, for simply disseminating scientific research. And so they had to pull this stuff off of their website. So people aren't allowed to um, get this information. Valid scientific research, they're being barred from receiving it because it relates to a natural product as opposed to an FDA approved drug. Um, you know, so that's that's one example. I, I think another area that we're seeing, and, and this has really been growing, in, especially since I think the 2006 election, we're seeing a real rise in censorship to uh, free speech by, you know, big tech companies. Um, particularly, you know, I think this is a, a, a real issue around the issue of, of vaccination, which is, you know, obviously a controversial topic. But we believe that, you know, reasonable people should be able to ask reasonable questions about the safety of vaccines. 
there, there are certainly some questions, you know, the National Academies of Science, Engineering and Medicine has brought up some of those questions that, you know, maybe the vaccine schedule needs to be examined. But when you raise those kinds of, of issues, you're automatically labeled as uh, some sort of anti-vaxxer and you, 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 Facebook is starting to censor you, Google is throttling you, and you become effectively marginalized on the, in the online uh, world. Um, you could be saying things that are 100 percent true, but that doesn't matter. You know, if, if you're talking about certain issues nowadays, it, it, there there is no room for debate, and that's problematic. I mean, we live in in a culture in a society that celebrates free speech and the exchange of ideas. And when you begin to censor even any basic discussion about an issue, we we think that that's problematic. You know, it's funny you bring that up because although this was dealing with Australia, there was a case just recently where somebody put on a billboard the question. It simply was, what are in vaccines? Mm -hmm. And uh, the authorities went after them. They basically took the billboard down and they literally arrested the people who had the billboard put up just for asking what's in them. You know, so this is happening all over the place. It, it absolutely is. Now to ask questions. Yep, it absolutely is. Yeah, it's, uh, and I, I think Australia, I mean, in some ways is even more extreme than here. Um, but I think it's a, it's a good harbinger of what may be to come if we allow this slippery slope toward, you know, some sort of Orwellian world where we're not even allowed to ask these questions is allowed to continue. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Tim, I'd like to just follow up for, for just a moment on this. Um, you know, you brought up some, some really good examples of uh, the cherries uh, and uh, the, the example that we just discussed. But on the positive side, I'd like to get your take on this. Uh, what is your take on the information that seems to be flowing out relatively freely so far about the uses of CBD oil? Well, I, I mean, I, I think it's great. You know, CBD is sort of uh, an, an, interesting, an interesting case study because, you know, with the Farm Bill passage, hemp is now legal, right? So at the federal level, you know, hemp oil is a legal product. But I'll, I'll give you an example. So at the state level, you know, the difference between state level regulation and federal regulation, right now nobody knows what the answer is. So in some states you have total freedom in other states, you know, there, there are questions of AGs going out and removing CBD products from, from the marketplace. So, um, you know, I, personally, so we've, we've done quite a bit on the, on the CBD issue. And I, I can tell you, it, you know, while there is information out there, there is definitely a move to suppress certain information. So I was doing, you know, we do a lot on uh, a Facebook advertising and I was doing some Facebook advertising um, related to the CBD, you know, just educational stuff. We, we don't sell products, but we sell information. We give information ab about, you know, possible uh, alternatives to pain relief, you know, with the opioid crisis, CBD is, is a great alternative. And we were turned down numerous times. And I went round and round with, with the reps at Facebook about this. Uh, you know, the, they couldn't answer me why, if hemp oil is a legal product, why are we being restricted? And, you know, there, there is a lot of confusion regarding CBD oil right now, which I think allows for some dissemination of information. 
the, the concern for us is unless we get this straight, eventually that's going to run out. You know, the, the people are going to have to develop policies because right now everybody's sort of operating under this giant question mark of, well, what, the, what are the rules related to CBD? Um, and so next month we will actually be uh, participating in a meeting on Capitol Hill. So Scott Gottlieb um, called a meeting for, for stakeholders on the CBD issue because the, the FDA in this case, I think, wants to do the right thing. They are, you know, calling people together because they want to find a legal framework for people to be able to sell CBD oil. Well, Tim, you know, this kind of begs the question, what can be done to help change the situation? I know you're going to have a, a, that meeting at, uh, on Capitol Hill and g- good on you for, for being uh, leading the charge on that. But what else can we do? Well, I mean, here's the thing, you know, I, growing up, there was a great story um, that I learned, and I think, you know, most of your listeners probably have learned, and it was the story of David and Goliath, and a lot of times, I can totally identify with that story, because we, on a daily basis, take on gargantuan institutions, right, we're, we're, we're up against big pharma, and, you know, the FDA, and all of these monolithic, you know, organizations, and it, and it can be very daunting. Um, However, you know, one thing, if you know the story of David and Goliath, you know, David wins in the end, right? And he does it with a little stone in a sling. And one of the things that we believe as an organization is there is power in unity. Um, You know, we represent going on 900,000 advocates around the country. You know, what we do is advocacy. So we try to take all of these little voices and bring them together so that, so we can make a little bit of a fuss and get the attention of the, of these groups. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would just encourage, you know, we all have to live on this planet. So if there are things that you believe in there, you can either complain about it or you can do something about it. And we're of the mindset that everybody should do something about it. Now doing something individually typically is less productive than doing things in a unified way. And, you know, that's why we are the Alliance of natural health because we join with others and we believe that together our voices, you know, can make a difference. So, you know, and there are a lot of organizations that are doing really good work out there. And I would just encourage any of your listeners, if you believe in this stuff, you know, find an organization that represents you and let your voice be heard. We make a lot of tools available. So, you know, we have our own petition site so people can go on and create their own petitions. We have, you know, if, if you if there's an issue, when we send an article out about a specific issue, we always give, uh, you know, our readers the opportunity to send a letter to their legislator or make a phone call to their legislator. We give them those tools because we think by putting those tools in the hands of the average citizen that we can make a difference. And we've seen it happen. I mean, you know, and I won't go in, I, I could give you a, a dozen different examples of when we've taken on really big pieces of legislation. And because we amplified the voices of the, of the masses, we were able to stop something from happening and protect natural health, you know, for ourselves, for our kids and for the, for those around us. So I'm a firm believer in that. If, if, if you believe it, step up. Well, please tell our listeners how they can get in touch with your organization and get involved the best way is, you know, through our website, um, which is www.anh-usa.org. We can also, um, you know, we, we have a rather large following on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash ANHUSA, twitter.com forward slash ANHUSA. 
any of those ways, you know, we, we love to keep growing and, and we, we want to join with other groups. And we think that the more of us there are and the louder we raise our voice, the better chance we have of standing up against uh, Goliath. Um, in this case, you know, all of the Goliaths that are out there uh, trying to take away our access to, to natural health treatments and products. So is this the story of Tim and Goliath? It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, there's a lot more that we'd love to discuss with you, um, and hopefully we'll get you back real soon, but that's all the time we have for today. We hope you'll come back and talk to us uh, some more about what you're up to and what the, uh, the Alliance is doing. Uh, thank you, Tim Ryan, for joining us on the Wellness Connection. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Uh, good. Be sure to tune in next week, and of course, be sure to submit your burning question. The next one we answer may be yours. I'm your co-host, Roddy Iglesias. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. So long for now from the Wellness Connection, brought to you by Wade and Neurobiologics. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Wellness Connection with Roddy Aglis and Peter McCarthy. Be sure to join us for another episode next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again next week.